You are now listening to TDL on SilverBlackPride.com. Everybody, we are back. It is Tape Don't Lie. It is your favorite Raiders podcast, favorite Raiders channel, favorite Raiders film breakdown. Uh, you know, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you guys hit the subscribe button. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. I'll make sure to spell it right this time, or BD will. Uh, <laughs> didn't spell it right the last video, but I'll make sure to get that right, guys. And uh, um, go ahead and hit the like button. If you if you like it, go ahead and hit the like button, right? If you don't like it, go ahead and hit the dislike button. Leave us some comments. Let us know how you feel about the episode. Uh, and, you know, you know how it goes. And then make sure you follow us on Twitter at the Mark John NFL at BD Williams 18, right? And also, you know, make sure you guys go on Manscaped. You know, go ahead and get you something on Manscaped. Uh, discount code TDL, you know what I'm saying? Go get you some underwear, a shirt, um, you know, get you some deodorant, go get you an, a lawnmower 4.0, whatever you guys want to get on there, go ahead and pick that up and you'll use that discount code, get 20% off from Manscaped. So make sure you guys do that. All right. Um, so, you know, we know what we're doing. We're previewing the, the Steelers. We have the Steelers coming up this week. So, you know, we're going to be going over, uh, you know, what we expect from the Steelers, which is um, defensively, it's going to be a little tougher for me than for BD because offensively, I think they're a little stagnant. But defensively, I have no idea. I'm going to be honest, I have no idea what the hell they're going to do this week. We'll, we'll see. But I'm going to try to give you guys an idea for what they did against the Bills. Um, and, you know, you know, the Raiders have a similar personnel a little bit that they might try to you know do the same things but uh you know bd what are you going over today yeah like you said pittsburgh's offense uh, it wasn't an impressive uh outing you know the final score doesn't really tell you uh the full story i would say so i mean they were losing um until the fourth quarter and their defense or there were special teams like block scored a touchdown yeah, yeah. And yeah. really, that's the reason why they won the game. Um, the, the offense th- th- does not look great. Uh, so I'll, I'll go into some things that I'm seeing and, you know, what they try to do uh, in the second segment. So, yeah, but right now, let's uh, let's focus on, I would, I would say, this is the most concerning part yeah. of the Steelers is the defense, you know, uh, and I'm really interested to see what you got going, okay. you know, as far, as far as this breakdown. All right. You just get it going. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. All right. All right, guys. So first off, we got Mika Fitzpatrick. Okay. Now the Steelers, they use Mika Fitzpatrick everywhere. Okay. So they use Minka all over the field. He is, you know, last year he played mostly free safety against the Bills. He's everywhere. Okay. So we see him, he's going to be, you know, double teaming Cole Beasley. So that's what was his main job was a double team Cole Beasley. While on the other side, they were double teaming Stefan Diggs and he was just, you know, making Josh Allen hold the football and, you know, have, have to go to other players. So you see it one more time here, right? Watch him come down, you know, Rob, Cole Beasley, just in case he comes over the crosser, then they double team uh, Stefan Diggs and trail technique. And it's over. And then you're going to see the same thing here. This is a, a this is pretty blatant, right? But also once you watch how they how they uh you know they, they carry the stack at the bottom because you know the Raiders do a lot of stacks, right? So you see Minka come down, right? The stack is perfectly covered. I mean, this is straight up great fundamental defense, right? And then Minka comes down, he stops it, he kind of gets his ankles broken there by Josh Allen, but I mean, point still proven, right? And then you see him here in coverage playing wall technique against Cole Beasley, you know, because they're playing a little bit of two-trap coverage and Beasley went out, you saw the corner would jump down and Mick, Mika Fitzpatrick, you know, he has the inside, 
So he was able to play that really well. You see how talented he is there. And here he's just coming downhill, just making a great tackle. So he's a do-it-all player for them. Uh, Minka is a, a pretty special, pretty special guy. So, you know, Derek Carr has to be mindful of him all the time. So we got keep creeper blitzes, right? So, we you know, people talked about how the Steelers did not blitz, right? But they did blitz. It just wasn't the, your traditional five-man blitz that's going to get charted. So we're going to see some of these creeper blitzes right here. And they gave Josh Allen fits, okay? And they made him get out of the pocket because they had a stunt here. They got the, the linebacker, you know, Melvin Ingram looking like a, line, looking like a linebacker. Then you got a corner coming from the, from the other side, which pulls up the tackle, opens up the gap. And you see it one more time, pulls up the tackle, opens up the gap, causes pressure, forces Allen to get rid of the ball fast. And then you see it here. They even did it with TJ Watt. You know, they pick it up a little bit better here, right? But, I mean, that still is a Cooper blitz that they, uh, you know, that forces that tackle to come out and, you know, opens up that gap for the, for the middle linebacker who they make Melvin Ingram or TJ Watt. All right. So the main key to this game, man, they got to run the football, man. And I know that it sounds, you know, crazy, but I think, you know, with Devin Singletary getting 10 carries for 72 yards, I think it's something Kenyon Drake can definitely do. Um, you can kind of see, especially with power football, you know, the, the, the um, Bills are doing a lot of pulling, right? And you can kind of see with the power of football that they were able to do that. And I mean, the Raiders have power football inside their game. And I mean, John Simpson is somebody that is uh, an excels in power football too. You see one more time, the pulling, right? Everybody's set up, everybody's blocked. They don't play the run that well. You know, Melvin Ingram has never been a great run blocker and then, you know, a run defender and Cam Hayward, he's more of a pass rusher. So there's things open there in the run game. If they play some power football, I mean, Devin Singletary has some gaps and, the Bills just don't run the football, and I think that's something that, that Gruden wouldn't – he doesn't mind doing that, right? So one thing that's open is attacking the seams, okay? You're, we're going to see a lot of these seams open because they're so worried about stopping players, right? So they're so worried about stopping Cole Beasley and, you know, Stephon Diggs, right? They just leave the scene wide open, right? I mean, basically on the covers they're playing because they're playing like basically like a, a an unorthodox cover one, I mean – BD probably tell you a little bit better on the backside, but uh, you see this basically man to man. They're doubling those two players. They leave the scene wide open. Josh Allen misses it, but I, I want to show you something. This is kind of funny. Watch Cole Beasley here. Oh, on this one. That's a great, it's a great concept against that. Right? I know it's an awesome concept, but watch Cole Beasley here, dude. He thinks it's a touchdown. <laughs> no, it's not Cole. It's not a touchdown. Sorry, dog. Missed it. <laughs> missed it. <laughs> But yeah, uh, but the seams are there all game, man. I'm telling you, they are there. And you'll see it here one more time. You know, John, uh, the Steelers are very uh, watching the quarterback with their eyes. So you can move them like crazy. You see that the seam is there again. You know, that's something that the Raiders have to see on tape is that if you move these safeties, you can find openings behind them. So you'll see this again. Watch the safeties up the top. He's flat-footed. The reason why he's flat-footed is because he sees that Josh Allen's eyes is on Cole Beasley, but it's over the top is wide open because he's flat-footed. So, you know, if Derek Carr can bring his eyes down to Hunter Renfro, knowing that he's going to try to go over the top, right, and, and, you know, bring that safety down, he could hit it over the top and hit these safeties in these seams, right? And then you see later on in the game, they started to, to attack these seams and start to hit them, right? Because it, it's there. I mean, it was there for them for, for most of the game. And you see that's a great throw by Josh Allen. But that's what the Raiders have to do. I really feel like if they attack the seams, with some quick throws that can make some plays. You see it here, once again, attacking the seam, boom, with some straight goes and, you know, and, um, you know, with, you know, hungry rugs and stuff like that. I think they can attack that and get it going. But uh, let's talk about what this team is all about, bro, which is rushing with four. We're going to, we're going to go in depth and like all the three guys that scare me, the main guys that scares, the main guy that scares me the most is Cam Hayward. 
Okay. Because he's for sure getting one-on-ones, right? And Cam Hayward, he does every move in the book. So we got a club of rip right there. We got a club of rip from uh, Cam Hayward causes a hold. Okay. Now we're going to see him with the bull rush with the long arm, long arm, bull rush, boom. Sorry, no long arm, just push straight a bull rush that time. But, you know, makes a pocket. But that was a great throw by Josh Allen. But he collapsed that pocket. And then we see him, again, causing more pressure here, right? Getting there, causing Josh Allen to get rid of the football. Then we got Melvin Ingram, right? He just disrupts this play, forces a hold, right? Forces Josh Allen to get out of the pocket. Josh Allen makes a great play by breaking the tackle because he's a huge man. But, oh, man. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but Melvin, Melvin Ingram is all over this. Hits him with the spin move, quick pressure, forces a crazy throw on fourth down. And then you got the bad boy, TJ Watt, with the, you know, he's got the juke moves that he's going to give Alex Leatherwood problems all game. And they're probably going to have to help. That's why I'm scared of Cam Hayward because they're going to have to help TJ Watt. It's going to give leave Cam Hayward with John Simpson. And he, John Simpson better be ready. Because they see that long arm warmer time right there from Cam Hayward with the move from TJ Watt. And then, he, of course, they, they just both get in there. And TJ Watt is just relentless, causes the fumble. So uh, it's going to be a wild game. It, it's it, They have to come prepared for these guys. and um, Or it's going to be a long day. We'll watch one more time. Just, you know, TJ Watt getting back there. Look how fast he is getting it, bro. That, that bend around the edge is crazy. So uh, it, it's going to be an interesting game. It's going to be tough for them to decide how they want to do it because I mean, they did, uh, there is a lot of short throws there. I mean, they could decide they want to take the short throws and, you know, be meticulous and move down the field and run the football on them. But I mean, those seams, bro, I feel like if they can get just a little bit of time, they can get a little bit of time with some of those plays and, and let Carr do some, uh, some eye manipulation and, you know, move players with his eyes. I think they can open up some crazy seams, um, you know, cause that, that's what basically Josh Allen did on that, on that, that big play, you know, if, you know, I didn't really sort from the back end, but if you watch his eyes, his eyes are on Cole. So, you know, both those guys, they move to Cole and then that's, and then he just hits the seam, bro. You know, it, it's, it's, it's there. Those, the, if he, if you can use your eyes to mess with them and how they play zone, because they are locked in to what the quarterback's doing. They are locked in. They move with him. They, wherever his eyes go, they move. And I, I mean, it, and it's crazy, you know, how disciplined they are because it's so in unison. You know what I mean? Like they move in unison with whatever the zone or what the, whatever the quarterback's doing. So if you can move players with your eyes and make things like that, I think they can some, create some big plays. And I think they can, they'll be able to run the football, especially if they, you know, run out of shotgun and stuff like that and kind of get them spread out into what they want to do. So thoughts, Speedy. Yeah. Um, they're really what I noticed while you were showing all those things is like, there's as like almost every single play was a different coverage. So that's going to be difficult it, yeah. or it could prove to be difficult to like figure out, okay, what are they going to do in this situation? Yeah. It looked like that Beasley play where he throws his hands up because he thinks it's a touchdown. Like they talked about that and they were like, okay, this is what we're going to do because they're doubling the, you know, this kind of route. Yeah. Um, and you know, this is what we're going to hit him with. So Cole Beasley kind of gave it away that this is like a game plan specific where they just drew this up, you know, to like to score um so yeah it can be schemed but you you would do have to uh execute it at the end of the day yeah but yeah like it's uh it's it's gonna be probably tough to figure out at this point in the year maybe like later in the year yeah do a better job figuring out what coverages they'd like to get into you know in each situation now you know is how much of that game plan was josh allen and the bills offense specific and how much of that is their base that they're going to run all year so 
Yeah. yeah. I, I, sorry, my bad. So I, I went I went back and watched last year. I watched like three games and, you know, they just did something different every game. So it wasn't ever it was never actually like the same. I mean, they had like some kind of bases. I, I think they played uh, Fitzpatrick more single high last year because they had Mike Hilton and um, you know, mm. Steven Nelson. Yes, yes. So they yes, had yes. better personnel in the slot. So that's why I think maybe it could be a personnel thing is why they're playing defense this way because they need Minka to do more because they don't have Mike Hilton. They don't have Steven Nelson and those guys. And, uh, you know, I mean, when talk to Derek, uh, Derek, the kid who, uh, he does a lot of Starrett's, uh, Steelers stuff. I even, you know, DM them and talk to him about it a little bit. And that's what he was talking about that. They're trying to find a slot guy and they don't have a slot guy right now. So that's why Minka's moving all over the place because they don't have something. So I think, you know, it, it might be, what their plan is based on personnel, but that's just a pure guess. Cause I, I really don't, I, to be honest, I have no idea. I don't know how they're going to exactly play the Raiders. Cause I mean, do they consider Raiders a passing team based on last week or they, do they go based on their tendencies from last season and still consider them a running football team? So it's, it's yeah. going to be interesting dynamic for sure. Yeah. I mean, um, and the other thing really is going to be, you know, I, I saw someone write an article I didn't get a chance to actually like peruse it and see if it's just like statistical analysis or if they're talking about like actual film, but basically the headline was, um, and it got, it got shared by, with me by a few people. The headline was Steeler Stevens struggles covering tight ends. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this team, they're going to have a serious plan for Darren Waller, right? <laughs> like they're, it's it's not like a regular tight end where you don't go and yeah. game plan for mm-hmm. him. Yeah. You know, and then he like has like a big play or two or something like that. You know, like, no, this is this is Darren Waller. They're going to have a serious plan for him. But um, it would be interesting to figure out to see like what they're because they, they like to match up with guys. It seems from like, you know, what you're what, what you showed us. Mm-hmm. You know, guys are going to play a zone, but as soon as, you know, like the pattern distribution is set, they're going to run with that guy, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I think it is a great defense. I think it's probably the best defense in the NFL, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, just going back from like last year and seeing what they were able to do to Josh Allen this year in week one, um, you know, they got a pass rush, they can cover, you know, it's a, it's a great defense. Yeah. But at the same time, I can't identify someone on that team who could match up with Darren Waller one-on-one. No, uh, uh-uh. there's just nobody can match. That's why they're good. Probably, that's why I'm kind of thinking that. I mean, because the Raiders' top two receivers, right, are basically this kind of the same as the Bills. I mean, I know Stefan Diggs is not Darren Waller, but I mean, you kind of get my point. Like those are the two main guys Carl likes to lean on, right? And it's it's kind of the same two, you know, same two kind of. Um, what I say, like Cole Beasley is kind of like, you know, he's like Connor Renfro plays a slot. They do a lot of choice routes with him. They do a lot of things where he like, he, he kind of comes off slow off the line and decides where he wants to go after that. So I could see Minka trying to like, you know, come down and, you know, and try to stop them and stop those choice routes. I think that might be their plan. Like they might, you know, the choice routes yeah. and, and have Minka just, Justin Simmons, Justin yeah. Simmons did, did this last year. Um, yeah. uh, Jesse Bates, remember the Cincinnati game? You know, yeah. that was like two years ago, right? Yeah, Where yeah, he, like, yeah. ju- you know, he jumps the choice route, you know, like, uh, so yeah, like teams know that that's coming, you know, and I think the the, the trick on, on offense is going to be not just Hunter Renfro running these choice yeah, routes, you got to yeah. get Kenyon Ken- Drake involved, got to get Darren Waller, you know, so yeah. uh, mixing it up. Yeah, yeah for, for sure, sure. For sure. All right, man. Um, what do you got for us, B, today? Okay, yeah. 
Um, so I'm going to talk to you about this is because if Marcus's, you know, was little doom and gloom, and this is a great defense, this is going to be a pick me up for you. All right. Because the Pittsburgh, uh, the Pittsburgh offense is not very good. If we're just keeping it real. Okay. I'm, I'm going to talk to you about what happened last game. So Olan is a serious question mark for this team. I would say, Marcus, you confirmed this. And then when I watched it, I was like, okay, yes. Look at these guys just beating blocks in the run game. They couldn't get any uh, push in the run game. Najee Harris had 150% of his yards come after first contact. Okay. Just leaky, leaky. And then also uh, blocking up the pass game. You see here, they got a little stunt going on. It just quick, quick pressure on Ben Roethlisberger. Okay. Like, um offensive line not only do they struggle running the ball i'd say but they struggle picking up some blitz concepts it seemed in this game um so ben uh ben roethlisberger you still have to have a pass rush plan for him okay because once he gets it figured out okay he's gonna buy time and he's he's so good at this he's gonna buy by a little bit of time, okay? A little ninja move right there, throw it. And this is something that the Raiders struggled with, I would say. We see one defensive lineman not rushing at the same level as everyone else, and it kind of creates an opening. I mean, obviously, Ben Roethlisberger is not Lamar Jackson. That was just completely filthy, okay? But they have to have a plan. They have to execute the plan because Ben Roethlisberger will do things like this, okay? Like, if they're not all rushing, there's an opening, Okay, if they're not all rushing at the same level, there's a little opening. Ben Roethlisberger, he's not going to do it with his legs. Okay, he's going to slide, 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 but then he's going to find a spot and throw it. Okay, just like on this play right here, um, they get a little bit of a, a, a simulated pressure, creeper blitz here. Okay, he's just going to slide, 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 and then find that opening in the cover, cover three. Okay, this is cover three that the Bills are playing. Find that opening, big game. Okay, that was like their second biggest play all game. Okay. And now also the corners are going to be tested. They like to throw deep shots. Okay. You see here, Ben Roethlisberger just chucks it up. Okay. And the funny part about this play, they didn't catch it. Okay. But they got a free like 30 yards because it was pass interference. Okay. And look, two plays later, again, they're going to test corner. Okay. Bottom of the screen. He gets kind of, uh, you know, uh, eaten up a little bit on that fade route. Okay. Watch it again. Deontay Johnson. He's pretty slick route runner okay gives him something but here he kind of pushes off in the corner starts looking back at the same time and kind of loses and gets out of face here okay Deontay Johnson uh, that's pretty sick route I would say in the NFL yeah. and then uh, also you know Nate Hobbs look at him he's gonna have to go up against you know Juju Smith-Schuster and, and figure out a way to win in the slot as well they like going outside and you know just throwing shots out there as a great back shoulder pass okay um you know but at the same time Two of their three biggest plays the entire game. Okay, look at this. Bottom of the screen. Okay. Pass interference. That was like their third biggest play the entire game. Okay, like these guys are not like humming on offense. Seriously, like yeah. two of the three biggest plays were, were defensive pass interference calls. And then they had one like, you know, that one to the tight end. And then that was it. That was really it. Their, their defense kept them in the game. Their offense looked... Pretty bad, pretty anemic, honestly. Um, 
you know, uh, Ben Roethlisberger, what he's so good at is throwing the back shoulder fade, just being that timing, you know, uh, on the outside, I would say it, he's so good at that along yeah. with, you know, some of the movement in the pocket. So if you, if you leave the Steelers in the game, you have Ben Roethlisberger, he's good enough. Like he's going to find, an, yeah, you know, an area of the defense to exploit and he's just going to keep on going after it um for sure but you can't leave you can't leave him in the game you, you gotta let him you gotta make him like come from behind and you gotta see if that's what Ben Roethlisberger and this offense can really do at this point and uh I'm doubtful that they can yeah I don't think it's a very strong offense you know and um I, I was telling you that that line is was not very good I mean the the Bills pass rush is not like uh like a juggernaut they don't have like a juggernaut pass rush at all you know technically I mean the, the Raiders you know their their edges are you know a little are you know, I mean, Jerry Hughes is getting up there in age and, you know, they're, they're pretty young uh, over there in Buffalo. So, you know, the Raiders edge rushers, can, you know, they can get some I think they can get some push in this game for sure and definitely get some pressure on Ben, make a move. He, You know, you know, Ben, he, he gets rid of the ball really fast. So he's at two point one three last week. I think last year he's at two point three time to throw. So he's getting rid of the ball quick. OK, so I mean, it just and that's basically because he knows he doesn't have a good line. So he's going to try to get rid of the ball quick. So I think what, you know, um, you know, some things the Raiders should do is kind of sit on some of the short things early. I know he's going to take some, you know, some you know fade routes, some quick, quick drop fade routes and throw it deep. But I still think they should, you know, be sitting on some, some of the short routes if they end up getting some pressure because he, he's going to get rid of that ball and maybe they can jump some stuff and, and uh, yeah. get some pick sixes. So it's, it's actually really funny because Gus Bradley, like right before like the first game, he talked about Trayvon Morig playing in the post when a, when a reporter asked him about Trayvon Morgan, he said, yeah, we're playing a lot more split safety concepts. Right. Yeah. And then what do they do? They came out and they played again, 95% single high in week one. It was like four plays, four out of 68 plays, you know, besides like a kneel down. Yeah. Um, where we're cover three. Okay. Or a single high rather. So, you know, I fully expect to see more too high, you know, so you can, like you're saying, if you have safety help over the top, you can have these underneath defenders like sitting on some on some things, right? Mm-hmm. I fully expect to see uh, some of that because also you can't let Ben if Ben Roethlisberger is getting rid of the ball in 2.1 seconds, that means he's not processing what's happening. He's making a pre-snap read, okay? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. as soon as the ball gets into his hands, he's throwing to where he just already decided pre-snap where he wanted to go, right? 100%. Like. Um, so if you're just lining up there in cover three all game, okay, obviously, I mean, it's not going to happen against Ben Roethlisberger. It's a completely different, you know, style of quarterback. Um, you can, you can make some things up on the back end is what I'm trying to say. And I fully expect them to do that just to like, kind of take advantage of some of this, these predetermined reads. They got to figure out what, what this predetermined offense is all about, where they're trying to go with it. And then maybe see if they can take that away. Um, yeah. So, but I think, this pass rush, they, they just got to get, they just got to keep on going and ascending. Like we, like we saw some good glimpses of it last week, keep mm-hmm. on ascending, put that pressure on and turn this game into uh, um, you know, help turn this game into a blowout. So yeah, that's, that, that's the way it needs to go. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah. Cause it's can't true. keep I mean, them in. Can't keep them in. I'm sorry. Can't, just can't, can't keep them in the game. Yeah. They can't turn the ball over too. That's what I'm scared of them turning the ball over. I mean, cause that's what that pressure yeah. can do. It can make force them to turn it. And that's what happened to the bills. The bills, 
that fumble, man, was huge. You know, that was a huge turning point in that game, Josh Allen. Yeah. Especially, I mean, uh, I mean, I, I, you know, Derek Carr definitely would have checked that down to the on the guy that was right in front of Josh that he had to check down to. But <laughs> I mean, you know, it's still there. You know, that's it's still that uh, that uh, yeah. that that element of fumbling. I will say about Big Ben too, and you talk about his his predetermined reads now. It's, it's more because Ben is not the same athletically as he used to be. And, you know, he, he had a lot of Russell Wilson to his game that, you know, a lot of people didn't give him credit for. So, I mean, he, he never was like the, the ultimate, let me read the field type of guy, you know, like, let me like break it down and read it pre-snap and, you know, do everything. He was more just like a snap me the ball and I'm going to play. Right. And now that he's yeah. older, he can't do that anymore. So that's why he's predetermining stuff because he can't just snap the ball and be like, Oh, where's AB? You know, like he used to. You know, that's what he yeah. used to do. And that's why him and like AB would like, you know, flip around and run downfield or, you know, AB would like run a stop route and then him and Ben would look at each other and then AB would just run straight down the field. The next thing you know, it's a 60-yard yeah. touchdown because they play a lot right. of backyard ball and he can't do that anymore. He just can't. Can't do that. Can't, can't do, do that, do that. So now he's predetermining things and that's why he's not playing as well. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 hold, I wholly agree with you on that. I think that something else that was obvious too is that the same, he doesn't have like a lot of velocity on the ball. Mm-mm. So I don't know if there's a, an injury that's at, at stake right right now with, with with Ben Roethlisberger, but that was something that kind of like caught my eye. Like the ball was not coming out super yeah. hot. I think he had Tommy you know? John surgery, bro. I think that's what it was. His elbow. Yeah, he had Tommy John surgery. I he, think he, so. He's got an elbow. Okay, me on that, so but I know he's that'll elbow. get that'll get that'll get tightened up then probably through the year. Good thing we're seeing him early when there's going to be some soreness. So and, he had it two know, years ago. Stuff. So it's, it's oh, two it's, years ago. So it's been, it's been affecting him since, bro. You, uh, you can't get Tommy John's at 38, bro, and back to get your arm back. Uh, no way. Yeah. If he had Tommy so, Jones, you know. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I think I, we've heard, like, come on, Ben Rossberger, he's had a million injuries. You know, <laughs> like it's not even just an elbow or you know, like no, he's had a million injuries. You know, and it's obvious. I think at this point in his career, like he's been a ba- he's been a banged up quarterback. He's been you know hurt a lot in his career yeah. because. He's, the ball's just not coming out the same way that it used to. And so that's one one thing. And then the other thing I do want to talk about is they have a very interesting wide receiver group, I would say. Like Chase Claypool, mm-hmm. he's a stud, he's a stud because he's just a beast yeah. to handle. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, he's a big guy, he's a, a great athlete. Okay. Uh, they're gonna give him some manufactured touches, they're gonna give him like an end around because he's so fast. He's you so know, yeah, hard guy to tackle. Yeah, exactly. So they're going to manufacture some touches, I would say, for Chase Claypool, give him some screens and things like that. Um, they're going to and they're going to test them uh, down, downfield. They're going to try to get, you know, him matched up against Casey Hayward or Trayvon Mullen and just throw a go throw a go ball and see if, how, how that works out for him. Mm-hmm. I'm not like the, the but the guy that I'm more impressed with is Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson is a, a pretty sick route runner, I would say. Um, and he does some better things at the catch point than chase claypool does you know just like some subtle hand fighting and just you know leaning and, and you know finding that opening down the field uh his skill level is 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 better than chase claypool's he's just yeah. not like that freak athlete and, and then obviously juju smith schuster is a guy who's been productive you know and he's gonna be like a big slot player for them and you know he's got a good catch rate radius and mm-hmm. he'll run underneath routes so they have a really complimentary you know yeah receiving core um, and that could pose problems, especially if they're they're continuing to stay in the game because Ben Roethlisberger will find a way to make a play with one of the one of those guys or two of those guys at at some point in the game. They're gonna find a play. Yeah. Their players are just too good, and Ben Roethlisberger is too veteran and experienced. So you gotta get you gotta you know 
can't let him be comfortable and stay in the game. Yeah, he has 15 game winning comebacks, game winning drives for a reason. So I mean, it's yeah. not it's not yeah. a fluke. It's, <laughs> it's not a fluke. I, I will say I, I will say about Chase Claypool um, that I think um, you know a veteran corner like Casey Hayward will lock him up because he just had he can't he's just not a guy that's like a, a beating press guy. So if you are you know he's big, he's strong, but yeah. he's not he's not like a, a a savvy route runner. And somebody like Casey Hayward could lock him up pretty easy, even though he's smaller. Um, I mean, of course, you could probably catch it over him or something with like a good fade or something. But like, I don't I wouldn't expect him like to get beat, basically, is what I'm saying. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, Chase Claypool's not routing anyone straight up. He's not. <laughs> no, he's That's not. not his game. His game is just, you know, jumping over people. Um, yeah, but uh, and I think Trayvon Mullen will probably be up to the task of covering defending Chase Claypool. I think a big part of their offense, really, if we're like being honest, is just seeing if they could just draw a pass interference down the field by, you know, throwing one up first and 10. Let's see if we can make this into a 30 yard gain here, you know, and because yeah. uh, some of those balls, Ben Osberger's literally just checking them up. And then that last one where they drew the pass interference, he gives up the wide receiver gives up so early. Like the ball is still like 20 feet in the air and he's like flailing his arms and just like looking at the ref, you know, like they're trying to draw pass interferences here. Like, Come on, they, they it's part of their man. it's part of their offense. They, they got them. They got them. They got them. I, I think the students have had the most uh pe- had the least penalties called against them, and the most penalties called against the other teams since like the year two thousand. Wow. <laughs> so expect some pass interference, guys. Uh, let's, let's expect it's the that. opposite. It's the opposite for the Raiders. It's the opposite for the Raiders. So just expect it. Expect some pass yeah. interference calls is going to piss you off. Like, what the hell is that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, right. For sure. Like it's, it's a big part of their offense. So, um, you know, there was one weird play where Ben Roethlisberger like threw an inexplicable interception, but it didn't ended up going in the box score. I was watching like all the all 22. So I didn't have the broadcast. So I'm not sure exactly what the penalty was from the defense to negate that. But that was like a terrible it was just like really un- uncharacteristic so i'm not sure know. if it was like a, an offsides like free play that he was just like oh okay let me just like just throw this into triple coverage here but it's just like not like super impressive from ben roethlisberger it's certainly winnable i think that it's a much more one-dimensional team than the ravens were mm-hmm. i think it's not nearly as prone to like big chunk gains as the ravens ravens were so the defense should have another solid outing or hopefully a great outing this week yeah. against Steelers. Yeah. Yeah. The Rooney's over there playing, paying off the refs guys. So, um, <laughs> don't start it. Don't start that. Um, yeah, I, stats I, I more stats dog. Is that, is, is this not like a theory? I got stats back it up. I'm about to pull. I know. I know. Retweeted Marcus Mosher, Marcus Mosher, who works for Raiders wire. He's been pushing that agenda for like four years. He brings up how much the Steelers get. Penalties. He brings it up. He has a, he's, it's like charted. He has a charted by year. It's by it's year. A, it's a real thing, bro. Anyways, let's, let's wrap this up. Uh, okay. Yeah. So let's wrap this up. All right. So, um there's a lot to say obviously me and marcus we could probably go on for hours uh we, we gotta we gotta relax we gotta you know give it s- small small bites here but <laughs> yeah thank you thank you guys for tuning in this is the preview show we're gonna try to do this uh each and every week this this week the schedule is a little different because the tape came out later you know yada 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 so what we're gonna try to do going forward 
Marcus, jump in here if I'm saying the wrong thing. Okay. We're going to try to um, get you these on Wednesday morning and Friday mornings. Y- yes. Okay. Yeah. So that hopefully we can continue that schedule, uh, you know, going forward this season. So if you don't see something from us, trust me, it's in, it's in the works. We're cooking it up. Uh, but that, that should be the schedule going forward. We appreciate everyone for tuning in. Make sure you go ahead and support the channel. Um, there's a bunch of different ways to support the channel. Get yourself something from Manscaped. Just get yourself like uh, a little shirt, a little uh, some underwear, some socks, something like that. Okay. Use man, uh, the Manscaped promo code TDL. Um, and then also, Make sure that you hit subscribe. If you're listening to this on iTunes, you know, or some kind of uh, streaming service, make sure you hit the downloads. Um, and so you just get these automatically downloaded into your phone every time you listen. And uh, yeah, that's it. Follow myself at BD Williams 18. Follow Marcus Johnson at the Mark John NFL on Twitter. This is the Tape Don't Lie, Raiders Film Podcast. We appreciate you guys. I'll let you. Peace.